Hello, everyone. Welcome back to RT Talk, the weekly podcast about the company Rooster Teeth. Uh, I am your host, Michael Cool, and uh, Doug Kirkwood joins me this week, as usual. And uh, if you want, you can send us an email at askrttalk at gmail.com. Um, feel free to use that as well for anything that you would like to ask us or tell us or whatever for Out in the Grapes. Um, if you want, you can follow us on Twitter at RT Talk Podcast. We're not super active on there, but it does give you a place to go if we ever make any kind of big announcement or anything. Um, this one's obviously a very tough one to do. Uh, we And you can see by the title what we're talking about is the whole controversy surrounding Ryan Haywood and Adam Kovic this past week. Um, we do touch on a few other subjects before we get into that. Some stuff, I guess, like normal topics. Uh, like involving Red Web and uh, Autumn Farrell, although I wouldn't call her topic necessarily normal, but, um, you know, just what would be more par for the course for this show. Um, I would do want to say real fast, uh, you know, we put out Out in the Grapes every Wednesday, and we record those in advance, so, uh, you know, this, our episode came out just before all this news broke, and we didn't like we still put up the episode, but it would have probably would have came off as, you know, we were just kind of jovial and you know having a good time amidst what was happening in this thing that uh, you know really care about. But uh, no, we record that before all this before I was even aware any of this was a thing at all. So um, that's why we were kind of just joking around, having so much fun on out in the grapes because uh, yeah, this this news would have just broke had we recorded closer to when we post it, and I would not have been in the spirits to be joking around that much, but um, this has been a pretty, as someone who's been a fan for a long time, this has been a rough week, especially someone who's a big fan of, of Ryan. Uh, we do talk about it for, you know, as you could see by the, the length of this talk, about for quite a long time, but uh, I just want to put a disclaimer on this episode, and you're going to hear me say this probably 200 times throughout the episode too. Because I kept like wanting to reiterate, hammer down, but I just want to put a disclaimer on this: that this what we're saying in this one is, um, or I should say, mostly me is what I'm saying in this one uh, is mostly coming from a place of hurt feelings and coming from a place of, um, you know, probably belief or opinion more so than concrete fact. So uh, just take what we're saying for, in this episode as like with a grain of salt and absolutely do your own research look up everything that you you know want to see or you know the videos that we reference and stuff like that so this is like opinion based so i i try to reiterate that because i'm trying to make sure that we we're not gonna we're not crossing the line too far making solid claims that this is 100 percent what happened but you know whenever i've been surrounded in this for a week and just hearing the same things over and over again it starts to really sink into your brain so I think there's a couple times where I really wandered down the path of talking about it as if this is the proven way that, you know, the, like this story has gone. And uh, in reality, I don't really know what's, you know, the, the certain 100% truth is. So, um, like I said, I mentioned at the beginning, I mentioned that as I'm saying things, I try to use alleged and all that stuff. But I just want to make sure it's, it's crystal clear that, um, you know, this is kind of just me thinking out loud from a situation that really disappointed me. Um, and uh, I think that's all I really have to say. If you have any time, then please rate and review us and share our podcast too, because 
Um, you know, we've been seeing, you know, some, some consistent growth since we've been starting or since we started doing the podcast. But, uh, I know for me personally, my Rooster Teeth friends or like people who are into Rooster Teeth are limited to everyone who's been on this podcast. So, uh, I know that like, there's small groups out there. So if you have a lot of friends who are into Rooster Teeth, uh, tell them to give us a listen and we would very much appreciate it. But yeah, beyond that, uh, I guess we'll get started with the show and get into this uh, disappointing week. So, go with the theme song. Welcome, Doug, to what I'm assuming is our worst episode and saddest episode uh, that we've ever had to do. Um, I think a lot of people, I mean, people who see the title of this this podcast and uh, a lot of people that are in the Rooster Teeth fandom and everything else already know a lot of the details around this, but uh, I think this is probably the worst moment for the company since Monty died, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that was how long ago, so they've had a pretty good streak of not having anything too bad happen. Yeah, I mean, there was terrible things, like we went through the layoffs and... You know, there was the whole animation controversy that happened with, like, the pay and the overtime. Bad things have happened. People have left. Um, you know, there's former employees that have things to say. And, you know, there's all kinds of stuff. There's been negative things. But this, I, I feel like a lot of that stuff pales in comparison. I mean, there's some stuff that more serious stuff, like the layoffs, sure. But, um, you know, some of the other problems they've had just pale in comparison to this. The week that we've had since we stopped or since we recorded last. Um. So we typically, when we do this podcast, we always start right out of the gate with the big story, what we titled the episode after, all that stuff. But um, this case, there is a couple things that I just want to mention before we get into that, because it's going to be really hard to transition from talking about the fucking heavy subject that we have to get through here, and then just transition to, well, Red Web's back. <laughs> so right. um, there's just a couple things real fast um, that is... One of them is that Red Web should be coming back Monday. Uh, I don't know if that is affected by... Because they're kind of on a production halt right now until the 14th. So I, I did not see anything about that being a part of it. But um, the Red Web Twitter account on Monday tweeted something. like It just said seven days, I think is what it said. So this Monday, the, we should have a new episode of Red Web. Uh, and it, I, if they go through with what they planned before, then there won't be a, a break. It should just be a catalog of episodes and stuff, but we'll see what happens with that. But I'm excited. I've been, I went, I was like missing that podcast the other day. I was like, I'm in the mood to listen to that kind of stuff and didn't have any new episodes. So uh, I'm ready for its return. Um, apparently there'll be some, I guess, new slow-mo guys merch potentially coming, uh, nice. before the, the hellscape that this week became, uh, there was a, a post on, I think it was on the subreddit, that someone asked, like, is, like, basically new slow-mo merch, and it was a link to the, like, a store page for it, and it just said, like, check back soon or something like that, so should be something that, you know, along the lines for coming, uh, like, coming out and everything. Uh, I mentioned the fact that on the production hold for until the 14th for any kind of live streams or anything, um, apparently they're also, because of everything that's going on, uh, like, I... I didn't hear. I didn't hear this myself, but I was told this, and uh, that they're going back and re-editing some stuff that they had already shot, uh, presumably to cut Ryan out of it, or you know, f figure a way like around these types. I don't know. It depends on what the video is, but 
figuring out ways to uh, maybe minimize him in the videos or maybe I would assume completely uh, get rid of him based on some of the uh, tweets and reactions I've seen from other uh, Achievement Hunter and Rooster Teeth people. But, um, but yeah, so they're on a, a, a hold for any of their VODs and some of the stuff is kind of staggered. They had a, There was a Let's Play, like they played Overcooked, it came out on the Achievement Hunter channel, which they haven't put out like a gameplay video like that in a long time on Achievement Hunter, because that's Let's Watch used to be on Achievement Hunter, and then all the other stuff, or, well, most of the other stuff was on the Let's Play channel, but they actually put something out on Achievement Hunter this week, so uh, that was an interesting kind of development, because they made that decision a while ago to make everything live action uh, on Achievement Hunter, and then video game stuff would all be on Let's Play, but they've kind of chopped up and decided, like, uh, Gmod didn't come out this, or this week publicly, um, and then it was some, like, live streams for Overcooked and, uh, Battlefront 2, I think, were the two I saw. I didn't actually see what today was, but... Um, but yeah, so... That stuff's all on hold for a little bit. And then uh, the last thing, which is unfortunate because it got completely overshadowed, um, Autumn Farrell, who is you know Bruce Green's girlfriend and uh, was working for Inside Gaming and stuff, she moved on to... Uh, it's a company called 100 Thieves, I think. And I, don't, I, I guess they do different clothing and different uh, like gamer-related stuff. Um, and she put out a video about it and, you know, talking about leaving and, uh, you know, she said like everything ended like amicably and, you know, it, she had to record the video a couple of times cause she started getting like really emotional talking about like everyone she worked with and everything. So it seemed like a pretty, like a mutual split. She got this opportunity to work there. At, like I'm kind of summarizing what I remember from it, but, um, got this opportunity to work or out of nowhere to, you know, be a, uh, I forget what it was like a senior content or a senior like editor or something. I can't remember exactly what the position was, but uh, she got this offer and then just, she kind of, she decided to take it. So uh, she actually left uh, about a month ago, I think it was for, so she's been gone for at least a month is what's becoming the new trend is that people are sort of saying, Hey, I don't work there anymore, but you didn't know because it's been three months or six months or whatever. Yeah. I didn't even notice I was gone. Yeah. So, yeah, so she moved on to to a new position and, and stuff. And like I said, it's, it's kind of a shame because that sort of like goodbye autumn, uh, you know, or like whatever that celebration would have been, like a happy for you kind of was cut short by everything else that happened this week. And uh, which is what we're going to go into now, because I, I just had a, a couple things, especially with things being on a production hold um, there. It's hard to, you know, nothing, nothing's really uh being announced it's all sort of damage control and putting out fire right now uh and kind of reeling from everything that went on so let's actually get into oh i should say too uh we already have a, a we have a special episode planned for next week uh so this episode is going to be a lot of doom and gloom and terrible shit basically <laughs> uh but next week we'll be rejoined by Mr. Phil Walter who uh, was kind enough to come on the podcast. Uh, Thunderous applause. Yes. <laughs> Thunderous applause for Phil. Yeah. Uh, wherever you are right now, start clapping. But um, he's going to be coming on next week. I like how I can just hear the ice rattling around in your drink. I'm sorry. I was trying to... <laughs> I it's nice. It's nice that uh, ASMR type uh, thing going on. Making me thirsty. Iced tea. Out of like a whiskey glass. It's, it's whiskey. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you had me fooled, Doug. <laughs> um, it's a Southern Tier Pumpkin Whiskey. I'll leave it to you to have a pumpkin-flavored one. I know. Uh, but yeah, Phil will be back with us next week. He 
uh, is going to be coming on and talking about some Extra Life stuff. So we felt it was... Uh, it made sense to go from one of the darkest moments in the company to then next week we're going to talk about what arguably the most positive thing that they do as a company and raise money for children's hospitals and, and, or, I mean, specifically one, but it kind of, you know, it benefits a lot of people. So, right. Uh, it makes the community do their own for their, their local yeah children's hospital. So it, it reaches out. You're right. Yeah. So yeah, Phil's community, uh, community leader of the RT Buckeyes group. So, uh, you know, he's done a lot of extra life stuff. He, like uh, he's does a lot of stuff with Katie, Jack's wife, and you know it's be nice to have him back on and actually have something a ray of sunshine to to bring us out of this darkness here. So I wanted to mention that up front before we got to the very end and you know try to end it with. By the way, Phil will be here next week. So okay, and you're probably gonna hear me sigh a lot because I I've been sighing all week. So. This week, and I guess this actually started well before, like, I think this happened a couple weeks ago where this initially all started coming out, but it just didn't gain the traction it did until this week. Um, I had heard nothing about what was going on until I think it was Monday, and there was a tweet from Achievement Hunter. As I got home from work, there was a a tweet from Achievement Hunter that said that they were canceling their stream for the day, and there was someone that replied to it or like quote tweeted it, and it got I think it got a lot of like retweets and stuff because I saw it a couple times on my timeline but uh, basically saying like give them time to like deal with this or prepare or something like that and I was like I think something's going on it's like achievement hunter and I started looking into it and what I discovered was initially I'm just gonna go through the timeline of how I discovered everything because this is this is what kind of has me reeling uh, as, as it stands right now so this is Monday at like five o'clock or something when I started to look into this Throughout the night, basically discovered that at that point, we, I was under the impression that uh, Ryan and Adam, or Ryan Haywood of Achievement Hunter and Adam Kovic of Funhouse, uh, I guess I'll just say formally for both of them, um, they I, at the time I was under the impression that their phones were hacked, and in fact I just changed it in my list because uh, I put it in my list at that moment as phone hack, and I have not actually had the list. <laughs> I haven't updated the list since that moment because. Didn't really need a list for this week because it was pretty obvious what was going to be talked about. Um, so that was that was the initial thing that I was kind of understanding in that moment was that they had their their phone or the computer or something, an account hacked, and a bunch of explicit pictures were leaked uh, all over. Uh, it's from what I under- at the time it was more so Adam than it was Ryan. And, uh, and it was kind of reflective if you look in the, I think the subreddit, and I don't know if those posts are still up or not, but, uh, at that time there was a lot of tweets, a lot of subreddit posts about like, give them like respect what's going on, give them time, give them space. You know, they had, you know, they're the victims, victims in this, they had their information taken and, and everything else. Uh, but as the kind of night went on, there was more and more information that was kind of like slipping through. And someone put together a big Google Doc that you could go through as like a, a a timeline with like links to all the stuff. And I warn you, if you do have that Google Doc, you will find these photos. They are in there, and there's several other ones that are uh, out in the world too. But um, so I don't know. Like I didn't really fact check that Google Doc, but I was I used that as sort of a a resource to try to figure out what was going on. 
So uh, this this is just as best as I can figure where I sit right now because honestly, what we know for a hundred percent certainty at this moment right now is very little with a hundred percent certainty. Right. Um, there is a lot of accusations, a lot of claims, a lot of things happening. Uh, it's been chaos. So there's a lot of things that are out there that are people are saying and, and using as if they are fact, but really there's only been a couple things that are a hundred percent concrete proven. So I also don't want to wander into, you know, like, uh, like slander or, um, I always forget which one's which slander and libel. If one's written, one's spoken, but I never remember which one's which I think slander's written, but I'm probably wrong. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't know, but I don't want to like wander into a territory where, you know, we're going to like make claims or anything that are, you know, may have like legal ramifications. So that's all I can say is that there's not much right now that are is 100% like proven or whatever. But from what I can tell from this timeline and reading through things is that, um, Adam Kovic was, was accused and it seems to be in his statement. It seems that this is sort of the, is the case, but that's just contextual. Me guessing is, you know, it seems pretty clear when it, in the way he basically signs off forever and, or, you know, however you want to put it, um, that this is the case, but the story that was going around at the time and still is, I should say, but the story is going around is that he was catfished by, um, I think it was like a guy that was pretending to be a, Base, like a like an OnlyFans kind of like model, so this person was using this this girl's photos and stuff, which they're all like naked photos and everything. So used those photos and was talking to him, uh, and was getting pictures back from him. Uh, and there was like over like four hundred or something images that this person had that they put online. And those came out and it got confusing for a little while because, uh, Adam's wife w had a couple weird like comments and it almost seemed like, honestly, I was really convinced that until he put out the statement, I was convinced that she was like already aware of it because mm. there was, I think it was on Instagram or something. Someone commented, uh, something, they commented something really shitty to her, especially, uh, go figure. But, um, they commented something like now everyone sees like what you and your husband do and you guys are ruined or so, I don't know. It was just a real shitty comment. And she just put like, uh, LOL, enjoy the show, bro. Or something like that. And there was something else she replied with. Cause they said like now millions of people will be aware of your, uh, your deviant. I forget what they were, but then she goes, she, and she just said like, I think you overestimate your reach or something. And then she put, uh, a couple, I think it was like, a few days later, she tweeted something, said, since everyone's paying attention to me right now, and she posted a link to, like, her merch store. So, it really looked like she was taking it in stride. And she was right. like, you know, that's why, like, I, that's why I was convinced. I was like, it seems like she's, like, this was something maybe they did. Like, maybe they were, like, had, like an open relationship or, like, you know, whatever. Um, is just the way it was coming across based on those. But uh, Adam's statement, which I'll just, I guess I'll just read now. Um... His is much longer than Ryan's, but uh, he posted, uh, actually it was yesterday, this recording on, uh, I don't even know what, today's the 9th, so this was posted on the 8th, 
But he said, this feels surreal to write, but as of today, I'm leaving Funhouse. I should say, too, that this was pretty much written on the wall for, like, several days because um, we noticed... I don't know if it was after this happened, like, not his announcement, but, like, after these photos came out. But going through, people started realizing that certain people in Funhouse weren't following him already. So, like, I want to say, like, James and... uh, And I forget who else. There was a couple people that didn't follow him. And... uh, it was so like that was kind of weird, and he made his Twitter uh, profile picture black, just a black circle. He took it down his header photo. He made his account private, and he unfollowed everybody that he was following. And so it was like he completely like went dark. So it was like it was seemed like he was just going to disappear because this I, it was like I said this was yesterday. Ryan put out his statement Tuesday, so it, it was the writing was kind of on the wall, but it looked like it was kind of strange. It's like it like it just seemed like he was going to vanish, but. Uh, but then he finally, he put out a statement yesterday saying, it feels surreal to write this, but as of today, I'm leaving Funhouse. I can't tell you how grateful I am to have been a part of this group, and I'm sorry I've undercut its legacy with my stupid actions. I'm sorry to my coworkers, my friends, but most importantly, I'm sorry to my wife, who I love with all my heart. She has been nothing but good to me, and now she's having a deal, having to deal with uh, the mess I've created. It's I'm having a hard time. I have my brightness turned down on my screen, and this is black background, so it's like... <laughs> It just, I don't know why, it's messing with my eyes. Um, but I, I wish my head was in a place to properly talk about this, but it's not. Maybe in time. All I can say is that the last few days have been an unbelievable breach of privacy and peeling back of my life. And it would be one thing if it was isolated to me, but I've dragged others in it. Or dragged others in. I've destroyed long friendships and upturned the life of the most incredible woman I know. Healing takes time and these scars run deep. To save the most valuable relationship I will have... I will ever have, I need to change. Uh, I need to be better for her. Jess has always been there for me, and I hurt her. It takes a lifetime, I'm, or if it takes a lifetime, I'm going to fix this. Her love means the world to me. I'm the one to blame. I'm the one who messed up. I'm stepping away to to get help, salvage friends, f- oh God, friendships, and above all else, restore the life I have damaged. Take care of each other, Adam. So, uh, he is, obviously, he's gone. Um, a bunch of people, I'm going to, there's a bunch of statements that are, that almost everybody has made, uh, from uh, maybe everyone from Funhouse has, but the statements have just been rolling out from, uh, on the Funhouse side and, you know, about Adam, people who used to work there and, um, uh, and you know, I, apparently there's other, some other like drama that was kind of uncovered during this time too, because Raul, uh, Coley, who's, he's on that new, um, Haunt or uh, God, what's it called? It's called it's Bly Manor, but I forget. It's like Haunting on Hill House or something like that. It was the Netflix show. Oh, okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, uh, he's on like the second season of that, and uh, he's an actor. He's on iZombie and stuff. He's been in Achievement Hunter content. He's been in a lot of Funhouse content, and I actually didn't even notice that he hadn't been in Funhouse content in a long time. But someone tweeted at him asking, "When's the next time he was uh, going to be like? When's the next time he was going to be in a Funhouse video?" And, uh, he had a pretty, uh, I guess I, I would say a pretty clear response, but also a pretty, uh, vague one as well, because he made his feelings clear, but no, he like, nothing was really said as to what happened. Um, oh, I forgot to pull it up before we started. So let me just scroll through real fast. Um, but basically someone, uh, after the person asked him if he'd ever be in a video again, he 
basically said that he hasn't been a part of the family like in a year, and uh, and I don't remember if he said he doesn't see it changing. God, it got far back. Okay, so let me do do do. Okay. Yes, yeah, so they said, you ever going to visit Funhouse again? He said, LOL, no. And someone else replied, they're good and you're a part of the family, though. And he said, I haven't been a part of the Funhouse family for over a year and refused to make any further content with them. Blame Adam Kovic and fuck Adam Kovic. Oh, and it ain't got shit to do with nudes. And then someone said, fuck it, spill the tea, bro. And then he just shared a screenshot of uh, Adam has Raul blocked on Twitter. And he said, ask your, ask your boy. And that was the end of it. He hasn't, really? he hasn't said anything since. So, uh, clearly something happened there. Who knows what it, it could be a, a thousand things. Uh, he also said it was like a year ago. So like some other stuff was revealed, uh, during this whole, you know, catastrophe here. Um, and the, the worst part is this is even the worst case of what's going on. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so basically, you know, Adam gets found out there's, like I, said, I think there's like 400 plus photos and uh, like a few videos or something out there of of his pictures and his like conversations with this person he thought was a, a, a girl, and uh, so he is gone. Adam's gone. So it pretty. I think uh, now that means James, James and Matt Peak. I think are the only two original Funhouse members left. Uh, I believe. Maybe maybe I forgot someone, but it's I don't know. I can't think right now. Um, but so in the midst of this whole thing, running you know kind of parallel as everyone's learning about like what's happened with Adam. I didn't I I don't know how the like they were connected, but someone said in the photos of Adam there appears to be photos of Ryan too. I don't know how that was the case. I didn't really was able to nail things down. And this is why things, this was why it was so chaotic for me because so much of the stuff with Ryan was hard to nail down exactly what was real. What was like, what actually had a base to it? What was like, had substance where it was coming from. Was this like, was he just the victim of, you know, someone getting into his files or whatever. Um, and at this point already, like, you know, all I know about Ryan is that his photos are out there and people are alleging the same thing about him that they're, they were alleging about Adam is that he was cheating on his wife. Now, as being a fan of Richard Teeth, but I would say almost more specifically Achievement Hunter because they just put out daily content, so you consume way more of their stuff in a weekly basis. Right. And, I mean, you've also said you watch how much you do watch Achievement Hunter over Richard Teeth. Well, yeah. And what it's, I think it just has to come down with the volume. Is It's just by nature. It's Richard Teeth, like, you know, they put out different videos on the channel, but like the actual productions from Rooster Teeth come out, you know, as like a season. So it's like you, have to, you get like, you know, 10 episodes or whatever a year of this thing when let's play and achievement Hunter puts out two episodes a day, at least not to mention if they do like something like Haunter or hardcore mini golf that is coming out in like a season basis. So, um, so yeah, like Renee and I, we literally watch probably an achievement hunter video a day on average. It has to be, it's more than a day because there's days where we watch compilations and best ofs and, all kinds of stuff. So like we are been hev or we have been heavily in ingrained into watching achievement hunter content, our entire relationship. But I also was watching way, like way before Renee and I were together. So it's been since we're together, it's, you know, it's been a solid five years of essentially watching a minimum of a, a video a day. 
Because there's days that we don't see, like when we were on vacation, we weren't watching the videos. But when we got back, we binged through everything that we had missed. So, uh, you know, we have been watching content for such a long time. So, and, you know, when it comes to Ryan, we watch his streams as well. Um, and, you know, that's those are like three hours or whatever they are of him playing like Minecraft and talking to people. And, you know, so it's like you just get this, you get a sense for the type of person people are when you watch them for literally thousands of hours. And so at this point, like on Monday and even for most of Tuesday, honestly, I just, I was in disbelief and I was like, to be honest, I was trying to find ways that this couldn't be true. Like trying to poke holes in the story or trying to figure out a way that there's this like didn't add up because it just was so, so different from the person that I thought he was. And I would say what everyone thought he was. And so like, it just didn't make sense. It was like, you're telling me that like all this stuff is true whenever I have all these, like I said, thousands of hours of an example of him being this way. So it was like two different like puzzle pieces that just didn't fit together. And it's like, I was like, I just, it's like, this doesn't feel right. But even then I was already pretty bummed out. Cause I was like the best case scenario is that his photos got out there and someone is like making up a story about him. That's the best case scenario. Is someone's trying to take right. him down. So at that point I was already like upset. I was like, this is, there's no good way for this thing to wrap up. It's like, so it was already like a real, just like down note in just, you know, in the week. And I was essentially glued to my phone, looking at updates. Um, as I would say, I think as the day went on on Tuesday, uh, when I was looking stuff up, that's whenever there was more specific stuff coming out because there was also a claim going around that he had, uh, he had like an affair. He cheated on his wife with a fan, but also that they were underaged. Again, I'm saying this is all alleged. I'm not making any solid, like conclusive claims. This is what happened, but I'm just saying this is what was being spread out there. So, um, it's, that was the claim that was floating out there. Some people were pointing out that uh, that claim did not come up until it had gone to a certain part of 4chan, which for like there's corners of 4chan that, you know, are they they hold like the worst people on the planet. So it's not really that surprising that this terrible rumor would come out of there. So, you know, really like left in the dark, but also my brain can't believe that that guy, the guy that I've been watching for years, who has been almost like gentle and you know i mean i i say that i mean yeah of course he does like in the videos he always played like the murderer or you know he was he had edgar in the hole and like he had the stuff that was like always like the murder side of him but like when you watched right. him on his streams he's with his kids like super soft-spoken super supportive of people in his chat talking to people and i'm like trying to like there's no way that guy did those things and i'm just trying to find a way that this isn't true and i'm like basically hoping or waiting for somebody to come out to be like bona fide verified this, you know, this didn't happen is what I was waiting for. Um, and then I was worried about on Monday that even if this was all proven to be false, that he would still leave because he got doxxed at one point. So a lot of his personal information got out there, but also his family's personal information got out there. I saw, I don't know if it's, I didn't, couldn't verify it anyway, but I saw people saying like it was like where his wife works and maybe like her phone number or something. So it affected someone who isn't even him. So I was worried that like even if this stuff was 100% false that he would still leave because 
it was just so much was coming down on him. He needed to like step away to protect his family. Effect, like effectively is what I was worried about. And well, I should say that's what I was worried about. If this wasn't true, I don't want to make it sound like that was where my head was. Um, but so that was, you know, Monday and then going into Tuesday throughout the day, like I was watching stuff. A video came out from someone that said that they had a relationship with him and they went through and detailed, you know, their whole like claim against him. They had a, they had like evidence to support their claim, which was uh, Snapchat, like conversations and stuff. Um, the only thing I couldn't nail down a hundred percent from what they were saying was his Snapchat name because there was, there was just conflicting information and I don't know, I don't have a means to verify either one of them. So it was, there was, she like in her screenshots and stuff, it was like Ryan, the chat, I think it was his, his name. I saw someone link to a Reddit post about him making Ryan, the chat as his Snapchat name, uh, in one of his streams. I tried to watch the stream, but I guess it was just so old that it just was take, like, it just wasn't available anymore. So I couldn't watch that. And then what I found on the opposite side was him tweeting that his Snapchat name was Ryan the Snap. And then people were telling him he got it wrong, but he never, like, corrected it or anything that I saw. Um, And then there was in the, um, like, the Achievement Hunter, like, wiki that someone put in, they had Ryan the Snap in there, too. So I was like, I don't know if that's, that's a, you know, I don't know which one it is. So it's like, that's the only thing I couldn't verify myself. I'm sure there might be someone listening right now that knows for a fact that it was Ryan, the chat. I'm just saying, I don't know. Um, that's why like, I'm trying to be very careful with how we like talking about this because especially with how many high emotions there are, it's like, I'm not, I'm just trying to give it like my perspective and what I saw and what I understand right now. I'm, I know for certain there's more evidence out there. There's things I haven't seen. There's claims I haven't seen. So, and I'm sure all that stuff would influence my opinion, but, um, but yeah, so like that video came out and I was, you know, at that point I was kind of like, I don't know. I was like, I was trying to, I was looking at, or actually I think while I was, or when I was looking up to try to figure out what his Snapchat name was, I was sitting right here. I was at my computer and cause I was actually, as I was uploading, uh, or out in the grapes for last week. Um, and Renee was standing next to me and she goes, Ryan's leaving. And I was like, really? And this is before like. You know, we didn't. It was still kind of questionable, and we didn't. Still weren't really a hundred percent sure what uh, was going on. But then his statement uh, was, "I made mistakes and will be leaving Rooster Teeth to focus on rebuilding my family and life. I'm sorry to anyone I've hurt. Uh, I do want to say emphatically that I never did anything illegal. The quant- the consequences of my actions are mine to deal with. Please stop harassing and threatening my family." So, even though we don't know like what the truth is we know what the claims are out there that he was having like you know essentially cheating on his wife with fans some uh, potentially or allegedly underage and then when he tweets i made mistakes and will be leaving it's an admittance of guilt to something right and right now the the claims stacked against him essentially are you know having an affair with a fan. So like, there's a lot of people that are, they're upset at just that aspect alone, like the abuse of power aspect of that and potentially someone that's underage potentially. Now, of course he says, you know, uh, I want to say emphatically that I never did anything illegal. However, this is a person who also apparently did something awful. 
and have been lying about it. So to me, it's, I have a hard time believing people that you've caught in lies because you just know they're willing to lie about awful things. So even though he says he didn't do anything illegal, we don't really know. How to, you can't really take that at face value. You have to kind of question it based on what everything else is happening. Um, since then, uh, we just actually, there was just a video that went up of someone else claiming to have had a relationship with Ryan showing, uh, DMS from him on, uh, Instagram. Uh, they also had like what looked like almost secret photos of Ryan in a hotel room, uh, which is, you know, it's pretty damning evidence. Um, or I should say what appeared to be Ryan in the hotel room. Again, want to dance around this delicately. Um, and, you know, they had a bunch of other claims. And then another, like, one of the big ones to me was a couple of Ryan's mods. They both had, um, from what I can tell, because there was two of them that I saw, and they kind of told the same story, but the one was trying to be more vague about it. And she was... Like, using a lot of nicknames, using a lot of, like, you know, like, not really getting into detail. So, I was when I read through hers, I was a little more confused as to, like, what exactly she was, like, trying to say or, like, what exactly happened. But then whenever I read the other, the, one of his other mods and her, like, account of something that happened, it kind of fit in. I was like, okay, that actually makes sense to what she was saying. Like, now I kind of understand what she was saying more. Um, but effectively, to try to, like, I'm going, I have the statement pulled up, but it's, like, four pages on Twitter, like four photos long. So it's, I don't want to read through the whole statement on here. Uh, if you want to, it's uh, her Twitter name is, is Oh dear Bambi. So O H D E E R D or like Bambi, not D E A R. Um, and she has, you can read the whole thing there. It's, it's on the subreddit as well. So you could, uh, you could find it on the achievement hunter subreddit or probably even the Rooster subreddit. But, um, basically for, I remember and, kind of paraphrasing the whole thing is essentially there was someone that came forward, uh, with a accusation against Ryan saying that they knew someone who had a like relationship with Ryan or something like that. So it wasn't the person that actually did it. It was someone like either connected to them in, you know, in whatever way. Um, what she's saying is that this person was proven to be very manipulative and a liar and stuff. Kind of like what I'm just talking about or how can you trust them? Yeah. Um, so the claim wasn't ignored, but it was considered suspect because, uh, and she tells a story about, uh, this person and, you know, what they did to her personally and her, her and her like boyfriend's life and stuff like that. Like, you know, she gets into more detail, but I encourage people to go read this because everything I'm saying is explained in greater detail in that. I'm just trying to get through like some of the other parts, but basically this person is, was known to be untrustworthy. So they were, they like did their due diligence and they, um, asked for like evidence for it and contacted the, the individual. This person didn't want to be, wasn't looking to out him in any way. They weren't trying to do it. They were just like, like trying to brush it off. They didn't want it. They didn't want like the attention. And then they started to like to deny it altogether saying nothing happened and everything. And they said they, uh, I believe both of them said something about, um, uh, yeah, so, like, this is, like, one paragraph. I'll just read through it real quickly, but... Uh, regardless of myself and Skulls, who is the other girl that uh, put out a, a statement, one of Ryan's mods, and another past mod, 
uh, still followed every avenue we could regarding their evidence without publicly outing the situation to the world, which would have gone against the wishes of who was involved at the time. The victim mm -hmm. would not ad uh, admit to it, nor would they speak to us or speak of it, simply wanting it to be forgotten about. In the end, all we could really do was go to Ryan himself. Uh, and apparently Ryan admitted that something had happened, but it was in the past. And like, you know, basically it was, it'll never happen again and all that. Um, so they kind of go on to say that like they sort of made it a pact that if there was anything else that came up that they were all going to walk. Like if there was ever another claim that they found out about or like something was going on that was real kind of, you know, shady or whatever that they were going to leave. Uh, so it happens that this was the next thing. So, I mean, obviously he's not there anymore. He's not streaming anymore. So they don't have a community to moderate anymore anyway, but they never had like that. There was never like an opportunity because all they had was someone untrustworthy, effectively saying this is happening. Then they go to the person and they're like denying it and they don't want it. They don't want anything to do with it. And then he's like, yeah, it was a thing, but it's, it, it's over. Like it's, it's done with. So they were kind of stuck in like this weird spot. And then they, they kind of both said like it became more so about, uh, moderating the chat and looking for anything that maybe was suspect or like listening to people to see if anything else came up. Um, and it's good, for, it's good for them for making that pact. Like, Hey, if something else weird happens, we're out. Yeah. I mean, it was, we're, that, not, we're not dealing with this. It's unfortunately, it seems like people are kind of attacking them. Um, which I mean, look, it's, there's a lot, like I said, there's a lot of people who are really angry right now. There's a lot of hurt feelings for in, for perfectly understandable, reasonable reasons. It's, uh, I'm not like judging that feeling right now, but there's a lot of high emotions and they're kind of being directed at a lot of people. I've seen people saying they're not watching like achievement hunter content anymore because they don't feel like they can trust any of them. I've seen people saying like they had to have known something was going on, which is ridiculous. There's no way that you would have to know anything was going on with somebody. Um, it's, you do work together. It's, I mean, how would you know? Like, I don't have any idea about the people I work with, like what they do in their, in the dark hours of the night. So it's, there's no way that they, there's no reason they would all, someone would have to know what was going on. So there's been a lot of things like that. So, but unfortunately it seems like people are going at them and saying like, you know, you had to know, especially with like this, this story about someone basically was, uh, sort of outed against their wishes about this whole thing going on. But at the same time too, like I, I empathize with them and I just feel like that's misdirected anger at them because, Ultimately, the person we're mad at is Ryan. It's he's the one that did the actions. He's the one that everyone's hurt by, and everything else. And it's we're just kind of sort of nuking the forest instead of uh, focusing it on one person. But uh, I, to me, it's like if they didn't really have anything to go with, I don't know what they really could have done. I mean, there's no if they don't have any kind of solid proof. I, it's not like they could have made the announcement or go like they or like she said go public with it because it was against what the person even wanted to begin with so it wasn't their story to tell like that person did not want it outed and it's like okay well this is, goes against what they want no one's gonna believe this anyway even if they would have came out with it but it's like they were kind of stuck in a very awkward position and uh, I don't you know you can say maybe they had like they maybe they should have done more should have could have to me it's like they did what they did and I understand their motivation for doing it is effectively where I, I sit. It's like, I'm not, I don't, I have no interest in tearing them down with everything else that's going on. Uh, and, but basically that's the story is that, uh, 
um, he came out and said, like, you know, it happened, but, uh, you know, it won't happen again and, and everything else. And, uh, and I'm trying to, yeah, I think that was the end of the statement there, but yeah. So at the time too, they said that, you know, of, of course they also believed, I mean, it's, they're mods of, of him because they're a fan of him. They like him. And like I just said, when you have thousands of hours of watching somebody weighed against this claim, you still are going to side with what you know and what you're familiar with. Like, yeah, absolutely. Out of a gut reaction. It's the same way if someone came up to me and said that they like accused you of something like really heinous. They're like, I've known Doug a long time. And that does not sound like, like him. And it's just like, you just, it's, it's like human psychology that you side with either what you empathize with, like the side of it that you are like the closest to, or the, the person that you know. So, uh, it's like, he lied to them the same way he lied to everybody else. And that's what's like, I don't know. I don't blame them for anything that happened. It's to me, it all falls in his lap. Um, it, it like this whole situation, but, uh, yeah, so like these statements come out, those, uh, those stories come out. Supposedly there was other, um, I, I saw people mentioning like, uh, you know, that there was other claims and like other girls that came out and said they had some sort of, uh, relationship with him or, or whatever. Um, but I, I didn't actually see those. I, I looked for him, uh, I think maybe on like Monday or Tuesday, but then after this, it was more, honestly, it was just me trying to, in a way, accept this <laughs> is really all this was. Um, oh, and I, and I, the, uh, Rooster Teeth actually put out a, like a, a, I guess not a statement, but they, I mean, I guess in some ways it's a statement. Uh, and this was actually before Adam's, uh, like message. So like I said, there was time between Ryan and Adam's, like I'm leaving statement and Adam was just kind of vanishing. And then this came out, which was our code of conduct is meant, uh, for everyone in our community to follow. And that includes our staff and anyone who works or partners with, with Rooster Teeth. We have parted ways with two employees whose conduct did not reflect the values we strive to uphold in our code of conduct. So basically it was announced that Adam's gone before Adam even said anything. And I was like, Oh, well there that goes. And, yeah. uh, I don't want to go through every single, uh, every single statement, because like I said, for Ryan, I think unless there was one news since we, like we started, um, I think every single person in Achievement Hunter or in, uh, like, everyone, like, in the support room, in some people that were used to work for Rooster Teeth, some people, um, that are, you know, kind of not in Achievement Hunter, but they're, like, you know, like, a layer or two removed, um, they all have put out individual statements saying, you know, how they feel about this whole thing. Uh, the only people I have not seen so far, and this is, I'm not, this is absolutely not calling them out at all. I'm just saying this is the only ones I, I have not seen were Jeff, Jack, and Gavin. Now, I believe, like, I, Renee and I were talking, Renee and I have spent a lot of time talking about this, but go figure. Um, I don't know if maybe Jeff's saving his thoughts for, like, the off topic. I don't know if maybe Jack's doing the same, but I just, Jack and Jeff built Achievement Hunter together. Like, this is, this is their thing. And I could see Jeff being much more pissed off and much more hurt by this entire situation than say, uh, like Alfredo. Alfredo has been there for a couple years and knows him. And this is like a shock and like a, what the fuck are you doing? 
this is like disgusting behavior in that way. But Ryan is one of the early members of Achievement Hummer. Hummer. Oh my god. <laughs> my brain is falling apart. Early members of Achievement Hunter. And uh, he has been there for a long time. When people see Ryan Haywood, when they look up Ryan Haywood, they know Achievement Hunter. They think Achievement Hunter. He's represents the thing that he created. Jeff has a young daughter. It's like the fans of Achievement Hunter are fans of Rooster Teeth and Achievement Hunter, two things that he was a part of. And Ryan essentially took, allegedly took advantage of that. And, you know, used his, like, status to get connected with, like, different, you know, fans or whatever. Allegedly. <laughs> Just gonna keep phrasing everything that way, but... Um, so I could see him being much more upset. Now, I don't know, like, I don't know if, um, like, I don't know if they have any information that we don't have. I have no idea. Uh, but it, based on their statements alone, it seems as though, um, they kind of have their, their minds made up on the, the matter. Um, like I said, I don't want to have to go through. Every, I don't want like to go through because there's everyone's made a statement pretty much, and there's a lot of them. Um, so like when it comes to to Adam, like I have, there's James James Willem's statement. Uh, he just said pain, betrayal, and anger are the first words that come to mind. None of it is misplaced, but I'll continue working to turn those feelings into a greater appreciation for those that I get to work with today. Whatever happens next, we are a better, stronger team than we were last week. So uh, his statement was a very much like almost like a, a, a fuck you and get out of here. <laughs> like that felt very definitive. Like I, I'm, I can't deal with this. Um, Elise said immense hurt has been done to people who in no way deserved it. I'm angry and still processing on un and unraveling everything. There's so much strength and humanity in the good people on our team, focusing on that, uh, and the kindness you've all shown over the years. Um, there's, like I said, everyone basically from Achievement Hunter has put out a statement. It, to me, it seems like, uh, from what I've like read and seen tweeted, I think it seems like Lindsay is furious with Ryan. I and can imagine, yeah. It's, uh, did you hear that? Yeah. I think Renee's playing a game or something. I've heard her yelling out there. But, I was uh, giggling. Yeah. Well, she's probably playing Among Us or something. But, yeah, so, like, it seemed like Lindsay was the one that's, like, she seemed really fear She was liking people, and, like, I don't know if she retweeted anything, but she was liking tweets where people were, like, essentially eviscerating him. Um, and Jeremy has made a lot of tweets and sort of vague comments, not necessarily naming him, but it's very clear what he's talking about. Um, and so Jeremy seems to be taking it really hard as well. Um he well, even for Jer like Jeremy being a, like a super fan to an employee to a coworker to a, Ryan's one of Ryan's friends like I think he you know this probably hits him harder or you know I don't want to say harder but it hits him super hard because he's like I looked up to this guy for years I got to work with him I got to be his friend and now this that this and like like people kept saying um, that he's like the last person I would expect this from like I get what they're like I I. I wouldn't expect it from anybody, but like, I get what they're saying. Cause like I said, like Ryan was always so nice to like the fans and like in chat and stuff. And of course, you know, it's like he, one, he's making you see what he wants to see, but it's like people like are almost 
sometimes the descriptions of like him being nice to fans and stuff almost make it sound like he's actually like a serial killer and that he, like everything he ever did that was nice must have been a lie because he was doing this, which isn't true, honestly. It's just there are things that he's done that were a obviously like in, in terms of morality was a a bad idea. It, it was it was horrifically uh, unjust, should not have happened. Uh, at this point, potentially illegal, but we'll see what happens and how this whole thing shakes out. Um, but so much stuff that he did was awful. But that doesn't just mean that everything he ever did was also awful. Like, he just had this other side that he did. Because, I mean, look, people are very complicated and very layered. So you can, and they're contradictory and they're everything. I mean, it's, and everyone's the case, just usually not in, you know, the highest, or like, you know, these incredibly high degrees like he is. Um, but there's a lot of stuff that he did that was, was good. And, you know, he was a part of, and, you know, the people were sharing stories about like how he personally helped them out of like a deep depression and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, they were like, essentially they looked up to him, how he was a hero to them and stuff like that. And I think for me, cause I've basically have just been thinking about this all week and I've been thinking about this podcast all week. And, you know, exactly how to put everything together. But I think for me, it's like, I didn't, I don't know that I looked up to Ryan or that I would say he was like a hero, but I would say Ryan was someone that I really respected because he had this, you know, what I still think is an amazing job. It's he literally gets to play video games all day. That's his job. And of course there's other stuff that goes into it. Like they have other productions and meetings, but that's way better than any job I've ever had. He has this incredible job. He has this family. When you watch his streams, like I said, he was always really nice to like the, the fans and stuff. His kids were in it a lot. It's like he was like talking to them. So like you really felt like you were like you feel like you knew him, you know, to a lot of people. And so it's like I think I just he's someone that I really respected. And like he's he felt like someone that you could just hang out with. Like easily just hang out with. And so for me it was these last couple of days have just been realizing that that is not entirely who he is and that while maybe he was really nice to people in his chat and he had his kids on and stuff like that, he's also apparently and potentially a super creep as well. And like I said, the evidence is stacking up against him. It's I'm trying to not be like commit too hard to a belief without, you know, any kind of real real solid this is a hundred percent proven you know sort of thing but i just gotta say it's it's real hard to toe that line right now <laughs> yeah but i mean i feel like you probably feel like one of your good friends did this from how much you've connected with ryan watching the videos watching his stream because like i know he was one of the ones you enjoyed because you would talk about him a lot to me whenever we would talk about uh, achievement hunter stuff well i think yeah uh, uh, that's all, like, I would agree with all that stuff. But I would say, like, even just a couple weeks ago when Renee, Renee was on and we were talking about RTX at home and I was, like, talking about the meet and greets and stuff, I think, I don't remember if it was on the episode or if it was afterward, but I even said something about, like, oh, it would be great to, like, you could meet Ryan. Like, it's like, you know he would be, like, super nice or something. And we have an episode from, uh, I think it's almost, like, a year ago now where it was, I think it was on our Black Friday one where we were just sitting on, you were here, we were sitting on the couch and we were talking about Renee fighting that old guy at Target. Yes, it's that episode's titled like 
Black Friday and Ryan Ryan's a wholesome dad or something like that. And yeah, we were talking about his streams. I think that was exactly what it's titled. So it's like, yeah, like Ryan was some like I like there's no one in Achievement Hunter that I dislike, but I don't know. Ryan just seemed like the most. I don't, like I don't even. I, it's hard to like really sum up what I mean because like I want to say like the most normal, but like that makes it sound like everyone else isn't normal. Like when I watch Jer, like if you watch Jeremy streams or something like that or Alfredo's, it doesn't seem like he leaves an abnormal life. But there's just something about him, like with the family and everything, and like he has two little kids, and I don't know. It was just like a completely different picture to what everything turned out to be, and uh, it was just an absolute shock and like trying to switch my mind over into accepting that this is who he possibly is, is not an easy like change. It's like, I feel like I'm trying to, you know, like how railroad tracks have that, like that lever is always in the movies that switches the tracks. I feel like I'm trying to do that by hand. Like I'm just in there with my feet planted in the ground, pulling on it to like shift it over to be like, this is what it like. Everything you know of him is, is not exactly the whole story. Uh, and it's a very hard shift. And really, it's, like, I think different statements from, like, everyone, like, you know, Michael said that he's furious and heartbroken. To be completely blindsided by something like this and to find out how long it's been happening is staggering. I'm so sorry to anyone affected. I understand the hurt and betrayal everyone is feeling. I'm right there with you. Soul crushing. It's, like, that's, yeah, that's, like, that's that's how I feel. Like, soul crushing is the word that I would use because it just felt like, you know, it's like it's such a like a classic phrase. Like you think you know somebody, and it's it's a thing that's been proven throughout history in thousands of facets, hundreds of thousands, millions of facets of life. Where you know your boss or your best friend or your wife or your husband or whatever it is, your brother, whoever it is, they do something that you're you're blindsided by. And like I, this that's not who I know. That isn't who I know, and that's how I think. I think that's what everyone's reeling from right now, is. It's just, it's not who they know. It's not, it's not the person that they know. And it's not who is presented to us. Yeah. We, apparently we only saw one side and it was the side you want to see. It's the side we want to believe was the, the wholesome dad, the good guy, the one who gave us hours and years of entertainment. And then behind that, he was nothing. Just a different life was happening. And like I said, there's still good things that he did that don't aren't gone because he was also apparently uh, a shithead. But um, it still it puts a it kind of puts a different coat of paint on those those actions and it makes you see them completely differently now. And like I don't know, like people are keep saying like they don't want them to delete old videos of him in it. I don't think they're gonna do that. Um, I think it's gonna take me a long time to watch a video that has Ryan in it and not feel completely like distraught and just crushed by it. Um, I think it's going to be, I, I, I'm not entirely sure if I'll be like, will be able to do that or not. Cause the, uh, it's, it's hard like to just watch something and then not think about this when it's just like, it's hard like to, to separate that, that, that feeling, that idea this like memory of it yeah, and i was i was thinking about that too like i don't think they're going to delete years of videos or try to re-edit how many videos or live streams or whatever 
But I mean, if they um, already edited, uh, what'd you say? Like, what's supposed to come out this week? They already edited it down? Well, it's apparently Jeremy said something like on his stream or something about um, how they were. It was going to take, like, some of the um, videos and stuff were. That's why, like, things were staggered because they were being re edited. And I think he said something like to remove someone. He didn't, wouldn't, like, say exactly who. Obviously, we know who it is, but. He was still kind of beating around the bush, but like it's like Jeremy also he has he put out a song today that um, he wrote it was supposed to like a it's basically supposed to be like a fun song about Red Dead Redemption two and about uh, uh, Dutch I think is your the guy who's like leading your group in Red Dead Redemption two Dutch and uh, who is you know was he's also he's he, also in Red Dead you yeah played Red Dead I was like I don't know I guess it doesn't matter it's like he's the bad guy in Red Dead one so. Uh, but he has like a song that's about him and he said he posted it and said something like uh, for some reason it, it seems to fit uh, very well with another person I know or knew or something like that. And it's just all about being like deceived and, you know, this whole thing. And then I don't I actually I meant to look at it before we started. And I forgot, but I saw him post again saying like, fuck it. Let's just call like, let's just not like, let's stick to, like, facts and say, like, that this song is about Dutch. And he just, like, he left it at that. So, I don't know if he deleted his old tweet or not, but um, he said a couple things. He streamed last night. He said he just wants to, he's not going to, like, mention anything. They're all doing, like, a lot of people are, have been posting stuff and turning off their replies. Um, they've been having streams that are sub only. And they're, even when they're, the people in this sub are asking, they're not answering. and They're not saying anything. They're not talking about it. They're just... It's like they put out their statements and they're, I think uh, most of them are reeling right now. And they're just like, dude, the guy I just fucking sat next to was taking advantage of essentially hit the, his like status amongst the, the fans. And, and it really too, if you think about it, like he in doing this stuff, whatever it may be, um, in doing this, he also shits on them because now they're forever connected to that thing. Someone in their group, like, essentially took advantage of fans of them. Like, right. it's if we brought someone new on here and they did something like this, now, like, it affects our whole show. Like, we're for forever associated with that type of thing. And it's like, I know they're not, like, I'm not saying, like, from a business angle, like, oh, I'm, they're all upset because they're going to be losing money. It's like, but I'm just saying, like, this thing they all care about and that they are very like super passionate about put their you know all their time and heart and souls into and now it's tainted by this action of him and it's just like what the fuck were you thinking that's why i'm i'm i want to say looking forward to that that sounds like the wrong way to phrase it but jeff and jacks because there's going to be something the same way they had the uh with fiona whenever they kind of like out of themselves of like hey we didn't help you like their reply to all this, I assume will be like you said, be on off topic or an RT podcast, or it'll be its own thing. I um, I don't want to say like I like I don't want to say like looking forward is the right word, but like I I want to hear what they have to say. No, I know what you're saying. Like because that's what like there's a lot of people like if you go on the subreddit, there you can see a bunch of posts being, saying like I just need Jeff to come in and tell me everything's gonna be okay, or yeah. like I'm looking forward to the Jeff fireside chat about this or or whatever. And I think. This isn't, I'm not like criticizing the decision because I think none of us like that our fans know what they're feeling and like what they're going through being so close to this and being outside of his family, 
and the people that he like interacted with and you know did whatever with, um, they are the most affected. I mean, really, I feel the worst for his like his wife and kids. I mean, they're the ones that are most impacted. They got doxxed uh, too. It's like they've just been shit all over, and it's like I feel the worst for them by far. They're the the like I would say they're the biggest victims in this whole thing. Yeah, well, I didn't understand when Ryan's like, "Please stop threatening my family." I was like, "Who's threatening his family?" Yeah, well, it's like I said, I think it was like his wife's workplace addressers. And I saw someone mention it. Like I said, I don't have a way to, like to verify if that's what the information was that got out. But I mean, that's what getting doxxed is: is someone releases all your personal information or like whatever personal information they can get. So it's uh, it's they're the like the biggest victims in this whole thing is his wife and his kids. I don't even. I would say his kids are so young. I'm sure that they probably don't fully understand what's even happening. That I don't even who knows what if it's been explained to them or what. But uh, they're the, the biggest ones that like I feel for. But beyond that, and anyone that maybe he did you know X, Y, or Z with. Uh, beyond all that, I I think the people that were in the room with him are the next ones down because they sat next to him and they were you know like I said it was their thing that he kind of took advantage of. Like there's. There's tons and tons of people in the the fandom. Like, like I, I on Wednesday and stuff. I could, I, I think she's playing a game or something. But I could have Renee come in and tell you. Like, I was, I was fucked up for like two days. Like, probably two days. Yesterday was the first day that like, I I felt like I was still really making like I was getting really sad about it. And just like I was thinking, I was like, fuck, dude. I just like I just I was just like in the middle of the day. I was go fuck. It just it hit me, and I was like, damn it, dude. I was like, why? Why did this like? I would be like, we would just watch like a best of Ryan Haywood compilation on on like Friday or Saturday, like last weekend, and it's like, and then by Tuesday, it's just a complete shitstorm. He's a different person. It's just like, I but I was like pretty, I was really just downtrodden for all of Tuesday, and I'd say Wednesday, and then for like half a Thursday, and then I kind of was like pulling out of it. I'm I'm more so I'm back to normal now, but. If we would have recorded a podcast then, it would have been a different story. I'd probably been yelling. That's probably. I mean, I was, I was upset. I mean, I'm still upset, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not like surrounded by it right now. Yeah, it was Tuesday when you texted me, and I feel like you kept saying horrendous or because just just you said horrific. You're like this horrific podcast, this horrific thing. Like I was like, yeah, Mike's. He ain't. He's. He's upset. Well, I think I disgusted. I said we're gonna have. we're gonna have quite an episode or something like that. I forget what I said, and you said it in a good or bad way, and I was like in a horrific way, because it was just like you said such a rough, rough episode. Oh, that was it. Yeah, yeah, because I just knew that. Yeah, and you said our friend, who do- doesn't know it, I don't think anything about Rooster Teeth, brought it to you. Yeah, which I thought was bizarre. Yeah, he just said it's like, so I saw something about like, um, uh like a Rushith guy hat. Well, I forget what he said. Um, but it was something, I feel like it was, I'm, I'm actually looking at it now. Um, yeah, I just thought, uh, like our friend who doesn't watch Rooster Teeth has no connection besides he knows that we like it. Yeah. Brought it to your attention. He said, I see a guy from Rooster Teeth under fire for sending his knob or something. I said, how'd you hear that story? Cause I, we've never talked about Rooster Teeth ever in our entire friendship. And then he went through and told me, the whole thing. And then I asked him, I said, well, what did you see about it? So there's a lot of stuff out there. And then he said, what, from what he collected, it was like sexual abuse. I was like, well, <laughs> I don't know if that's the case. I was like, especially at that point, because that was on, 
that was Monday, I think. Yeah, that was Monday. So that's whenever I was still didn't have the information I have now. So I just said like, no, it wasn't like sexual abuse. And I just went through and said like, it seems like they are caught cheating. Possibly, I was like, there's been claims of like underage, but there's hasn't been proof at that point. There wasn't, uh, or at least that was like as available as as it is now. Um, right, all these videos weren't out, so yeah. And uh, I don't know why that just happened. I just, I know, you got super bright. Yeah, I just moved my mouse on my laptop and it just went full brightness for some reason. But yeah, so I just I've spent the last couple of days just downtrodden and and I, you know what I you called me out for using this word all the time, but I was unbelievably bummed out. I was just <laughs> sad. I was like borderline like depressed, and I was like to the point where on uh, Wednesday and stuff I was. Um, this sounds like I like I was so sad I went to the bottom of the barrel, but I'm just saying like I was so sad like I was just seeking out people to like talk to about this basically, and I was on the uh, the Achievement Hunter Discord. And, like, everyone that was in there was, uh, honestly, like, I felt like they were in the exact same boat that I was. Because when you go on Twitter, like, even at that point, there was a bunch of people that were um, really, like, flamethrowering him. And, like, just just saying, like, I can't believe this. This is disgusting. Going through the whole, you know, the whole thing. Or people were still defending him. And I was like, I don't feel like I can relate to either one of them right now. I was like, I just feel... Right now, I'm just I'm so let down and just so disappointed and, like, I guess hurt that, like, that this person that I had so much respect for it just admitted to doing one of the things that's, out, like, something that's out there. Otherwise, he wouldn't have admitted. Like, he wouldn't say, I made a mistake. If you're, like, if people make a claim against you that isn't what you actually did, you don't just admit to it. <laughs> so one of the things that's out there is what he admitted to. So it's, like, whatever it was, I was just, like... That is not the person that I thought you were. That's not the character I thought you had. And I was just, just like, I wasn't interested in, in trying to, like, bury him or defend it. I was just, just let down so immensely. And I just wanted to talk to other people who were in that same area. And they were just like, and then it was like, they were bringing up a bunch of stuff that was like, was like really, like, making me, like, oh, I didn't even think about that. Like, uh. They said it's me weird when they go back to the office and his desk it like is empty or someone else has it. I was like, yeah, I was like, because it's been that set up for a long time. Um, and I was th- myself, I was thinking about uh, like different videos where like his part, like his aspect of it, I was I'm really gonna miss. Like when they played uh, uh, like Seven Days to Die or like Ark or something like that, like these big open world survival games of like that are kind of building and and different stuff. He was always a big part of those. You know, him being in GTA with the his mask character and, you know, the the DLC for Smash Brothers just was announced that had Minecraft in it and everyone was making the joke on the subreddit that Ryan's in it because it's the default skins and he had the, the Scottish guy as his Minecraft yeah. skin. It's like just, I'm never going to be able to see the Scottish guy without thinking of him. It's like the, all the stuff that happened in Minecraft, like Sky Factory and when they went to the, um... Sky Factory and uh, Galacticraft, where they went to the moon and different stuff, and he had the nukes, and it's just like, I'm just going through like the catalog of all the stuff that I really enjoy with him and just realize that's gone. Like, I really, after his, like, after his announcement, I, to me, it was no different if he, like, if he passed away. That's how I felt. I felt like he died. I was like, I'm never, like, because, again, I keep having to reiterate, because it's hard, people who are listening now, we know so much more than I knew at that time, but... At that moment, I was like, it was all kind of just still 
really like hazy and unclear what exactly had happened and what was going on. And I was thinking about like it, I will never actually, I don't think I'm ever going to be interacting with Ryan Haywood again. Like he's not going to be in contact. I can't imagine he's going to be streaming or whatever. And especially now, since all this stuff came out, uh, it's not, it's not something I'm necessarily like, I'm not sad about him not doing anything, but it's just the fact that like, had this stuff never happened, then those things could have continued happening in the videos, I guess. Yeah. That's the uh, one thing I was thinking about was that whatever he does after this, I don't think he's gonna, he can be a personality anymore. Obviously, he can't. So I assume he's going to have to go work for, like, we'll say, like, an IT company or, a, you know, something like that. But even if they Google his name to do, like, a background check, they're like, oh. Well, that's one of the reasons I'm not really, like... Whatever he did, even if it's the worst case scenario, and it was someone who was underage, that's obviously that's terrible. It's you know, there's a reason why that's illegal. It's it's they don't just decide arbitrarily that like this is the age. I mean, I guess you kind of do because states have different laws, but still, the point being is that that there's a reason why having a a relationship of of that type with a minor is illegal. So, but the reason I'm not really like. I don't feel it like necessary to try to, you know, destroy him more or like really tear him down. Um, one that's not really my MO anyway. Like I don't really, I'm not one to go like attack people in that way, but, uh, even I get it. That sounds weird. Cause it's like a potential like sex criminal <laughs> and I'm like, nah, he doesn't deserve that. But especially in this case, because if we look at the, the cat, like the, if you go down the list of what's happened to him already, he has naked pictures of him online that thousands and thousands of people have now seen, which is humiliating in its own way. He yeah. uh, has been outed as someone who uh, it looks like cheated on their wife. So now everyone knows that he is unfaithful and everything. He lost his job. He potentially committed a crime and might face illegal ramifications from that. Might go to jail. It might go to jail. His family is now, I who knows what's happening with the, for all we know right now, he's staying at a Motel 6 by himself and he already lost his family, but his family is at least severely damaged because of this. So not only is he jobless and all this other stuff, he probably doesn't even have his family to fall back on and anything he does going forward, depending on how this whole thing shakes out, um, the the only thing or I should say the only thing, but depending on this whole thing shakes out, if, you know, if, if it does turn out, maybe if, if he didn't do anything illegal and it was just him cheating, it won't be as big of a problem. But if it was, if it, maybe if it's never resolved and it's only like alleged that it was someone that was possibly underage, then yeah, his career or his job opportunities going forward are going to be severely limited. And it's like, it's just he's already he he got buried. The avalanche completely buried him. And it's like so like me just kicking him while he's down isn't helping me, it's not helping anyone. And I think that's my biggest thing from this whole this entire like week is just just so unbelievably let down. Just let down in a way that I didn't even realize I could be let down because 
you know, we talk like we've talked about before, like when different things happen, like lay, like the layoffs and stuff like that. Is that there's people that think that Rooster Teeth is like immune to business stuff in that way, and people just think that like, oh, this is a group of friends. I followed them for a long time. That couldn't happen here, which is like, you know, well, no, these are people, and people do shit like this. So it's like, I- I've always, you know, that this stuff is possible with you know the people that you watch. It's like I'm not, I'm not necessarily. It's not even that like I I can't believe that someone I watch would be capable of doing this. It's just like for me, like I, like I said, it was Monday and then Tuesday he was gone. It happened so fast and it was such a hard turn from what I thought I knew about him that it, like it took some adjusting, and 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 even still like I don't think I've fully it hasn't fully sunk in yet, <laughs> but uh, just the just all that stuff where. Like, I'm trying. I was trying to think of an example, and I can't think of one. I was trying to remember when we actually said that about like the people who kind of put them up on a pedestal, and then they can't believe when things happen. But I don't know. This just feels like it's a different level than that kind of those types of moments where, you know, they make a business decision or you know what have you. But you know, just to be such a like you know basically yin and yang, like a black and white difference and uh, personality and in in stuff from what everyone knew is just. It is completely shocking, completely, like, almost numbing. Like, it's just, well, even, like, oh, like, a good example. I said, like, this, I told you before we started recording, this ruined my entire week. And, you know, we were supposed to be going to, we're recording at the moment when we should be at a show right now. And that show got canceled the day after he announced he was leaving, and I was unfazed by it. It's... Renee called me because she said she was trying to do something with the tickets and uh, and said that uh, that the show got canceled. And I was like, oh, okay. And I was just like, I just was still too, I was still too, like, just crushed from this whole, this whole thing to even really get, like, to be made more sad by that. I was just like, whatever. I was like, it's just on par for this week. I was like, it's just, what the fuck can I do? And <laughs> right. You know, I got my, I talked about an out in the grapes, how I was like, I've had a new laptop coming and stuff and I, I got it and I was kind of like watching the tracking and stuff. And I was just like, oh, my laptop comes today. It's just like, I just, I just didn't actually have and nothing to give. I just, I, I wasn't excited. I couldn't, wasn't like, I was just nothing. I was just like, this is just, like I said, it was kind of weird. Cause I feel like if I had to explain it to somebody, like I can explain it to you. But, like, if I had to tell my mom, like, if my mom came over and she's like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, oh, this guy on YouTube I watched got a, just got taken down for doing gross stuff. <laughs> it would just sound so stupid. But I think just because her and I watch so much content, it's like I realized not necessarily that, um, like, I rely on Ryan specifically for, you know, just entertainment. Like, it is, like, it literally is Achievement Hunter is probably our like starting point. Like I said, we watch whatever the video yet vi- the video is on the day more times than not. Depends on, you know, sometimes I'll release a video that's like I know I'll watch it, but it's like something maybe she's not interested in, but usually our routine is when we get home, we have dinner and we watch whatever they posted that day. And that is our routine every single day. So it's like it is such like I realized in this whole thing just how big achievement hunter is for me. That when it was like tarnished in this way, that it really affected me, and I like explained in great detail how the Ryan part of it does. Like that's not 
I had to take that into account too. But I just the achievement achievement hunter side of this was something that I actually had a lot of like it had such an impact on me because even like Michael and Gavin have been doing this Play Pals game of uh, I think it's called Room or the Room or something like that. But it's like a puzzle game that they've been playing. And it came out the day that, like, this stuff was really peaking, and it was actually the day that he left. And I was like, I just, I don't think I can sit here and watch them just happily play this puzzle game like nothing's going on. Like, right. I don't know, it's like, it just, I, I just, I couldn't do it. I still haven't watched it, actually, but I will we'll probably watch it now, because um, the nice thing is that Alfredo streamed on uh, Wednesday, I think. What? Yeah, I think it was Wednesday. And he was playing... It's a game that I've seen a lot, or hear, like heard people tweeting about and stuff. The Phasmophobia. It's like a ghost hunting game, and he was playing with his girlfriend Jackie and Meg, and just seeing Alfredo playing a game and like having like you know a fun time. I was like, this feels like this kind of feels like what I needed. It's like just yeah. like this normalcy and stuff like that. And then they streamed. Uh, they call themselves the Takeout Crew, but uh, Meg, Michael, Jackie, and Alfredo played season two of Fall Guys last night. And we had it on and we're just like watching it. And it was just like, this is like, I don't know. For some reason it was like, since I know that they know what's going on, it, like it felt okay. But for some reason I felt like I couldn't watch when it was like recorded during like an oblivious time when they had no idea something about that. Like it didn't sit right with me and I can't explain why, but I mean, I think it makes sense. It seemed like they were just like how you felt until Monday. Yeah. Yeah, but that those streams really helped out, like trying to like balance back out and be like the everything's all right kind of feeling or whatever. I did feel like I mean I don't know it's if it's not related to this it's it's very uh, coincidental. But on the stream, Alfredo's stream, Michael said that he had his first panic attack of his life the other day. And he's like, and that was a lot of fun. He's like the not being able to breathe and thinking you're gonna die feeling. And I was like, I don't like you can't say it's a hundred percent because of this. Cause you don't know them personally, but it'd be super coincidental if he just happened to have his first panic attack ever in his life while this is all going on. Uh, so like, I don't know. So I said, like, it seems like they're kind of dealing with it. Oh, I actually, I forgot. I wanted to say, cause I started to say it, but we, we went down a, a road, but, um, the, we, cause you, when you were saying about like, you were looking forward to basically what Jeff has to say about this whole thing and, and having Jeff go through and, you know, I guess, uh, conveying the feelings that I think everyone that's, everyone that's been a big fan and been a fan for a long time is really feeling right now. But, um, the one thing I, I was like, I was actually kind of surprised about is, and like I said, I, I don't, I don't want to count this as a criticism of what they're doing. Cause I feel like they, you know, as I said before, like they're the ones that I feel like are, are up there for like, who's been most impacted by this. So like, I, Obviously, if they're not ready to make a statement, they shouldn't make a statement. They shouldn't rush one out. Uh, but I was surprised whenever they announced that the there would be no like streams or like live production or not live production like the um, maybe that is the right term like live like they're not gonna be doing any stuff like that until the fourteenth uh, for Achievement Hunter and for Funhouse. I don't know. I don't think I mentioned the Funhouse part of it, but um, I felt like it would have been better if they would have had like an off topic, even if it was only like twenty minutes long of Jeff just coming out and like Jeff and Jack or whoever and just have them sitting there and just talking about what happened and how they feel because I felt like after the break to to make that statement felt a little more it felt a little weirder than if they said 
this is what's going on. This is the lay of land. This is where we sit. We don't know everything, but we're all like just so disappointed. And because of that, we're going to be taking a week off and we'll come back to live stuff on Wednesday. And then that'd be like, then, then you have the week to kind of like process basically. And then they come back with it. It's how I felt like, that's what I said. Like, I don't want to see it. It sounds like I'm saying they did this wrong, like a criticism, but honestly, it's just, if they're not ready, they're not ready. And I am not the one to say that it's their responsibility to do that. I just, I just felt like in terms of like what's happening, that would feel more natural, I guess, for them to do it in that order, as opposed to the other way around. But I don't know. I mean, it's possible this will get carried through to another week, but yeah, just this whole thing is just shit. <laughs> it is shit. I mean, like I know I'm not a, as big of a Ryan fan as you were, but when you told me and I kind of did my own research and it just, he did seem like we said before, like a wholesome dad. Like he, I was like, I, he's got his kids, he's got his wife. He does a lot. Like he does more than just achievement hunter. He streams and, yeah, he has that the character where he's the maniacal and evil and stuff, and you just hate to see it kind of be true. And I yeah. was pretty, like, just thrown back, so I was like, he's not... I, I thought about, like, his age. I'm like, well, he's, like, what? I think he's... 40-something. Like, yeah, like, he's not, he's not old, but at the same time, I'm like, you know better. You know way better. Yeah, that's the other thing that I think a lot of people were surprised by is, like... Is, I mean, and it's really, it goes back to, like, it probably comes down to the fact he just thought he wouldn't get caught for some reason. But, um, well, especially, like, if, you know, the story from his mod saying, like, how the person didn't even want to come forward. It seems like, it seems like he was more outed for this than he was, like, someone came out to say, like, that they were a part of something they didn't want to be a part of. Like, it seems like someone else discovered it and then put it out there for everyone to see. So, um... So, yeah, it's, like, it's probably, what, like, what you hear for, like, from, uh, like, if you're, like, a detective or something like that, they say, like, a lot of criminals are really dumb. And that's why, like, whenever you hear, like, a story about a murder, it was, like, a guy goes into a convenience store and says, I'm going to go home and kill my family. And then he goes home and does it. And, like, okay, well, it was you. Like, it's, like, a lot of times they <laughs> yeah. just make really stupid mistakes. And it's it's unbelievable that someone could do something like this and not, you know, take steps to... I guess, like, I don't want to say cover their tracks, but just be more cautious. Like, you'd think someone who works on the internet, who is a public figure, would have a really good idea of how things could be traced and, like, in everything. And, like, I guess maybe he just thought, since it, like, if it was, if that was actually him on Snapchat or whatever, that it would just disappear and there would be no evidence of it. But still, it's like the Instagram, you know, DMs that are, like, allegedly flowing out, floating out there. It's like, if those are real, then, like, <laughs> It's like that's so traceable, and obviously there was some record of it because there's people talking about it and everything. So it's like yeah, but you can you can save Snapchat stuff. Yeah, but I'm saying like unless he just didn't know that. I, that's what I mean. Like it just seems like he would have a better idea how this stuff works, being that he's been an online figure for how many years now, and it's just yeah. And I want to say he probably came into his like, um. You know, like his fame, probably in his mid thirties, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, maybe I should look up to see how old he is. I want to say I thought he was in his forties, but maybe he's not. Um, I thought I thought he was, but I'm saying like it seemed like he got all this attention 
after he had a kid, after, I mean, after he was married, had kids and stuff. And, you know, like, I, neither of us are famous, but I know fame does weird stuff to people. And it, in my head, I think that's one of the weird, like, the things I was like, well, he's like an adult. Like, he should know better. But at the same time, like, he got all, all this fame, I'm going to say was, later. Apparently, he's 39. Okay, so he's 39. According so to the Rooster Teeth Wiki. He was born in 1980. So, yeah, so he would, I mean, if you remember old content, he was, whenever he would, they were having uh, uh, his his daughter, his, the second kid, he was in content because that's when they were talking about Ryan, like, losing his mind because he wasn't getting any sleep and they were taking care of the kid and stuff. I do remember that, yeah. I just don't remember... Trying to see when he got like hired. Um, yeah, it was. It's been like ten years or something. Oh, uh, was something I didn't mention earlier on, but yeah, with along with all the productions being pushed back, like the or like the live streams and stuff being pushed back to next week. Um, like even RVB, the release date is got pushed back, and the um, I think it's called Grudge Match or Grudge Night or whatever it was called. Um, that whole thing is now being delayed because it was supposed to come out on Wednesday. And so it was the day after he announced he was leaving and him and Alfredo, I think were the first episode. So now they're having to like rework the show and they're moving the whole thing like back to try to figure out. That's why it's like, that's why it's so weird when you go to his, like if you go to his Twitter, because it does remind me a little bit, like it just like so quickly, how fast it went from him just being the person that everyone loved to what it is now. And it's just like him sharing videos and like, Oh, we're streaming tonight. And like, come by and you know, stop by. And like, this is the person that made my jacket. And then it's like, I made mistakes. I'm leaving. It's like, it's like so quickly. The whole thing just went, just went down. Yeah. And you know, you're, how does this affect the company Roost Teeth as a whole? Like it's, are they, because I feel like whoever... I don't know who owns his teeth. I always forget. I don't know if you remember. Uh, it's Warner Media, And there was a story that I didn't even include in this uh, this episode because I knew there was not going to be time to, like, speculate about it or anything. But there was something about... Someone shared, like, Warner Media's his restructuring or something. And they were asking if, uh, on the subreddit, if this could have an effect on Rooster Teeth. But I didn't read the story or anything, so I don't even know if it'll be something worth mentioning. So if it is, then maybe we'll... Well... Well, figured out, but yeah, yeah, they're owned by Warner Media. But like, even they're because I assume Warner Media has like an internet branch, and Rusty's probably the biggest one. Well, actually, I think and they're owned by Otter Media, who is owned by Warner. I think it's something like that. You're right, but it all comes back to Warner. Yeah, they're at the very they're like the top top. I'm pretty sure AT and T or whatever. Everything's right. owned by two companies, so it's hard to <laughs> it's hard to narrow it down. But you were saying yeah. like how it would affect them? Yeah, like. I mean, I don't want to give, like, do they look at this and go, well, Roost Teeth, you're out of here because we can't have this. Um, I, I don't think so because I think from a business standpoint, things that make you money for the most part, you keep around and, uh, you know, and this is another thing too, like we just did the video or the video, I keep saying video for some reason for this podcast, but we just did the, uh, the episode last week um about 
basically our kind of point of view on all these people that are like claiming Rooster Teeth has been going downhill and stuff like that. So we went from like our perspective and talked about things that changed and like the actual positive things that have been going on at the company and how it doesn't, I can't believe that things are actually going downhill based on these things. And then of course the next week for like three days later, this happens. Right. Um, in fact, I think one of the things we said in there was that, uh, how great it's been because Achievement Hunter has been the constant and everyone that's an Achievement Hunter has, and we've made this point a couple times, so it's not like a jinx thing, but still, it was just like everyone in Achievement Hunter is like, it's been the same people. The only person that's left is Ray. It's been or like, basically, I mean, Miko was in there, but then she went to the no and, you know, it was the whole thing. But um, it basically, you know, for like the main cast has been around for a long time. Ray was the only one that like left and, uh, and, and then this, like the worst thing that could happen happened <laughs> almost. Yeah. There's obviously worse things that could happen, but one of the worst things that could happen, uh, happened, but, uh, but no, for like, for them, I think it'd be a bigger for like the parent companies and everything. I think there's, it'd be bigger for them. If one Ruchi didn't handle this or they mishandled this or if, um, like this was more of a widespread thing within the the company. Like if they found out like multiple people were doing this and uh, like, you know, maybe it was, a, who knows? Like if they just had something that was maybe would be really bad PR for them as the parent company. Um, I think that's the only way they would. Cause I just, as a business, I think their main concern is what's making them money and what makes them look bad. And right. This doesn't make them look good, but I don't know if it's a wide enough or like a large enough scale for them to be worried about being affected by it. Cause yeah, I don't really know what, I don't know. Cause like they have like two, I don't know how many employees they have. But it's like 200 or 300 or so they have a ton of people. So that's, that's what like I had to say too. I should, I didn't mention this earlier, but I also have absolutely, I mean, I guess I mentioned that we were watching the streams makes it clear, but I have no intentions of stopping watching Achievement Hunter. In fact, I want to watch it more now uh, because I feel like I want to support the people who are there. And there's a lot of people who have said stuff like they don't know if they can trust everyone else at Achievement Hunter now. And, you know, going down the list of, you know, basically their concerns. But I just, I feel like that's to be worried about like whether or not maybe Michael's also doing something like this. It kind of goes down the road of like paranoia where maybe you are right. Maybe that, you know, there is some, I'm not, I should, I probably shouldn't make, say specifically Michael, because then it makes it sound like I'm like alleging something, but I'm just, I just picked his name out of the hat. So just a member of Achievement Hunter to say like, you're worried that they're also doing something like this. It's like, to me, like paranoia is like, you could be right. That could be the case that this is a, a bigger thing than it was just one person. But to then worry about it with no proof going forward is kind of a waste of, of like energy in a way. Like, I just, I don't think that, like, I relate this a little bit to whenever I got in the, a car accident years ago, whenever I was coming home from school, and we got run off the road because there was uh, ice on the road, and there was an SUV coming at us that was just losing control, so I just took the easy way out, and I just cut the wheel to the right and went through someone's front yard so that we didn't get smashed into by an SUV, and the... The next day, I, when I was driving back to school, I obviously go the same way. And I started to have, like, real, like, anxiety and, and concern. I was like, well, 
like just for that one specific area like i'm worried that like i'm gonna get into an accident again like i don't know like i can't go i should find a different way to go i started getting real in my head and logically speaking the chances of me getting into an accident at that exact same point is super super slim like the fact that something would happen exactly there again, unless it was like, cause it wasn't like a sharp bend or like a place where accidents, it was a straightaway. It's not like a, a, a death defying turn or like this big, a hill you can't see or something like where it looks like it's set up for people to get killed at. But so I was like, the chances of me actually getting an accident there are, are very slim. And I have no reason to believe that an accident would happen there today because one happened yesterday but I was still freaked out by it and I still went that way. And then once I went through it, I never thought about it again. It was just like, no, I was like, oh, this is where that happened at. But I did have that moment. And I feel like this could be the same thing where you kind of have like that shock and that concern that like, what if someone else is? And it's like the chances of it, like this happening again, maybe aren't as slim as me getting into an accident in that same spot, but it's also, you're dealing with different people in different situations. You can't just think that just because one person did this, that they all are doing it. Like it just, it's like, that's not really, I don't think that's like a healthy way to think. I think you're, you're worried about all the possible, like, oops, all the possible, uh, things that could go wrong and all the possible things that could be terrible or like the worst case scenario. And then worrying about that happening. And I, for me personally, and I like, I, I, I guess I should frame it in this way for me personally, I just feel like to live my life that way is such a drain on my entire, like consciousness, my entire being that it, I would, it's way more beneficial to me to wait till I have a reason to believe those things than to just come up with them in my head and then go through what, I mean, that's the definition of like anxiety and everything else I understand, but, um, but still it's, it, I just don't think it, it's like a healthy way to like try to go through and, and, and like decide what you're going to watch because possibly this could go wrong. It's like, it could, but it could possibly go right too. It's like, maybe we wait till we have a reason to think it'll go wrong before we start getting concerned. But like I said, I, I know that's just a, that's a way that like, if you have like anxiety or anything, that's just how, that's how that stuff manifests. But, uh, just from my point of view, that's how it is anyway. But yeah, it's been, uh, it's been a very crushing week. Yeah. For the whole Rooster Teeth community, it's been, it's not been great. No. And I, I, I've been thinking about too, like that's, I was also thinking like in this in the same way, like what it's going to be like whenever he's like getting gas somewhere and some an achievement hunter fan sees him and like, Holy shit, there he is. And like, just that, like how awkward it's going to be for people who will, are going to recognize him going forward. And that like uncomfortable feeling for them. I mean, not for him. But yeah, yeah. Because if we, if you saw him say it like Costco, you'd probably be disgusted. You'd want to say. I don't think you personally would say anything, but you'd want to say something. I know. For me, it would be that's Ryan. Oh, that's Ryan. Like it would be like that immediate that uh, reaction to seeing someone that I like. I like. Oh, that's. Oh yeah, that's him. Like it would. I would. It'd be like layered. That I would. It would hit me in two different waves. But yeah, I. I wouldn't say anything. I would just be extra sad that my uh I saw someone that like I know but I it was him. <laughs> like <laughs> it was like that moment was wasted on him. <laughs> It'd be like seeing someone from high school you you dreaded. Well, I'd be someone I liked at one point and then I remember I don't like them <laughs> or something. 
But, yeah, that's why it's like... I can't imagine a scenario where he redeems himself uh, for me. When I when I feel like I've been like just drowning in this story and this event for the last like four days, I uh, my mind's gone to a lot of places and thought about you know possibilities and, and different stuff like that. But yeah, just a unfortunate scenario like situation that went down. Just completely devastating. Uh, I mentioned like how. You know, you can find if it, I mean, if people don't have Twitter, then it's be a little hard. But you can go to the subreddit for Rooster Teeth Achievement, or you can find everyone's statements. A lot of them it, are uh, somebody categorized them so you can read every single one. Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of them. Even Meg put out a statement. Jackie Alfredo's girlfriend put out a statement. Um, you know, uh, I just saw a clip of Bruce saying that he's not going to say anything and when or if he feels like saying something about this whole thing, he will, but right now he's not going to, um, you know, Andy Blanchard even said something, you know, there's, there's a lot of people out there that have made statements, which is why I didn't want us to sit here and read through everyone's statement. Most of the, uh, the statements are kind of, uh, you know, they're kind of all summed up in the same way. It's people mad. It's people who are, you know, hurt, they're blindsided, they're devastated. It's all the, any adjective you can think of for sad or hurt, uh, it's basically those words that are being used and just can't believe, you know, this was the person and couldn't believe what happened. And, you know, the whole thing just fucking sucks. <laughs> that's what, it's just, I mean, to put it as bluntly as possible, that's why I, whenever I was in the, uh, the, the discord for achievement hunter i've even said like there is no angle of this thing that doesn't suck it's just every single part of this thing fucking sucks and it's just i just hate it <laughs> i just hate it i hate that this is what's happening i hate that he's that's who he is whatever whatever version of it the, the stories that are out there is true or whatever whatever that is i hate that that's true i hate that like this thing like a, a you know whatever it is 10 percent, 20 percent of this thing that i really love and achievement hunter is now gone and just destroyed and tarnished and every every word you can think of to to mean that those words, uh, it's like I hate that like that's all affected. It's just every part of it is uh, just awful, and I I despise it. <laughs> I just it's been <laughs> terrible, but I'm just looking forward to uh, looking forward to hear Jeff's thoughts on it because I think Jeff's gonna have. It's like it's gonna be another like moment of Jeff talking that's gonna make me feel just really sad and upset. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's anything I left out from the story that I can think of. I mean, I think you covered it pretty, pretty good, pretty well. Whatever you want to say, if you got your emotions out there. Yeah, and there'll be more to come, and I'm sure as time goes on, like there might be someone that's listening to this that's hearing this like a week from when we're putting this out and the story has changed massively since then, or, you know, things that are kind of vague and maybe not proven now will be proven. So I just hope people that like, listen, they keep that context in mind that when, when this was recorded, because, uh, this story has changed a lot since Monday, it changed a lot from Monday to Tuesday and Tuesday to Wednesday. So like that, that's what I was thinking about. Like, you know, this podcast is, is so headline driven and like stuff like this makes me like not want to do this podcast, honestly, because <laughs> I feel like 
being that we do like these news stories, like the biggest podcasts we ever do are when something terrible happens, when right. either there's a controversy or people are fired or people are let go or, you know, they're not being treated well or whatever. That's our most popular and successful episodes all the time. So having those be our most popular episodes, it's like, I feel like we run like a funeral home. Like we only do well <laughs> when people die. And it's just like, I just like, I feel like we're, we, it's, I don't know. It's like, we don't have any kind of monetary gain from doing the podcast. So it's, it's not like we're actually, we get paid for it, but it just, it just makes me feel, it's like, man, I hate that. Like the biggest episodes we do are on the graves of some other stuff. And, um, you know, situations like this. And like, like I said, when people get fired, it's just like, it already bums you out so much. And it's like, man, it's like, this is like kind of what we thrive on. <laughs> it's, is this type of stuff happening in a way. It's like when nothing happens, we're just talking about playing Ghost of Tsushima or whatever. Right. But yeah, it just, it's makes me almost want to, want to not do it, but we will keep doing it. Cause this is a nice way to kind of get all of the thoughts out there and, and, uh, you know, put it out there. But uh, what I was thinking about was since we are like, so headline driven and stuff, like when these stories happen, it like to capitalize on it, you want to get your piece out there as soon as you can. So that way when people are the most like, you know, there's like a fervor for, you know, that information or, you know, or whatever it is, that's, you want people to be searching, you want yours to be included in what they're searching for at its peak. But it's, you know, we put out the podcast once a week, so that doesn't fall in line. It's like, but I know if we, if we did follow that format of this thing's happened, we have to sit down and record an episode now so that like our podcast is in the mix for what people are searching for, that this podcast would have been incredibly different yesterday. It would have been different Wednesday. It would have been different Tuesday. It would have been different Monday. Like, right. So that's why I said, I hope you'll keep in mind the context of where we're sitting right now on, on October 9th. And what is known, like I said, there is a lot, like, I also want to say, cause like, since there is so many people that are upset, there's a lot of damning evidence against them that people are, uh, are believing, you know, a hundred percent. And they like, look at this, you know, this, this clearly shows what he did and stuff like that. And that's why I have said, like, we're trying to kind of dance around it a little bit and not be, not make claims because this is going to be recorded forever. And, uh, if, if we say something as, you know, as fact or what we, you know, what we believe to be true or whatever, uh, which I think we've kind of loosely swayed in and out of that, but, or I have, but, uh, uh, still it's like, if we say anything like that, there's, I don't know if we could get in trouble for it or not, but I just, that's why I keep putting like disclaimers and stuff that we are going off of what we know. This is all opinion and, and everything else. So, right. We're just like you guys we confused. Yeah. Confused, I see a tweet, and I just can't say 100%, you know, for certain that that is exactly what it appears to be. So I'm not going to make the claim that that is what it is. But, yeah, there's a... Uh... Oh, there was one thing I wanted to mention, too, because it, it'll be... Maybe it'll lighten the mood a little bit, but... Um, there's been a lot of jokes made since this whole thing happened. Most of which, I would say, like, 99% of which... Uh, I was not really ready for, or I don't think they were that like that funny. Like a lot of stuff, Ryan has the "I'm still in the air" kind of meme that uh, has followed him for years, and there's a lot of people saying stuff like, "Oh, I, well, I guess a lot of this case is still in the air," or um, you know, I guess maybe learning by doing wasn't the best idea, and you know, they were just like using like these classic 
Ryan like quotes and then just turning him around. And I was just like, yeah, I was like, that's not, I don't know. It's just like, I didn't find it amusing, but there was one thing I saw that actually made me laugh for the first time out of all the jokes. And it was a picture of Ryan's house in Minecraft and someone photoshopped a spirit Halloween banner across it. I did see that. Yeah. And I thought that was actually really funny. Like, again, I'm not like, I'm not celebrating his end, but I just thought that was really funny that there's, because I think everyone that's everyone in the U S at least, uh, or at least, I mean, I don't even know how far spirit Halloween spreads, but if you're not aware spirit Halloween is a seasonal store that seems to pop up in whatever empty retail building is in your area. And that's what like, they're taking over the Toys R Us building, I guess, where I live. And uh, since Toys R Us went out of business, whatever it was, like last year or two years ago, whatever it was. So, like, the empty building, they're they're opening there. But they they really are, like, they just, like, I'm trying to think what, they're like a hermit crab. It's just, like, whatever shell is free is the one they move into. Like, they don't have, like, a store that they open up in every single year. It's just like, oh, what, who went out of business? Okay, we'll open up our store in that that building for the next whatever four months or two months or whatever it is right and then we'll be gone yeah as fast as we came but i saw that and it's uh, they're like their caption thing was like damn they move fast or something like that but yeah there's that was the only thing i saw that actually made me laugh is that (laughs) there's a spirit halloween banner on in the house in achievement city um yeah that's there was one someone actually had a nice like basically poem about this whole thing revolving around his knife throwing vi- video. I don't know if you read that or not. I did not see it. No. I mean, it might be a nice way to end cause it's very poetic and it's, you know, the classic, like between the games or shenanigans, whatever it was at the time of, uh, throwing the knife, which if you haven't seen it, it's, it's unfortunate because it's one of my favorite videos, but now it again has been tainted and tarnished, but, um, if you haven't seen it, it's just a video where Gavin's talking about how to throw a knife the whole time. Ryan's coaching him and saying how he can do it. And then they're in the old office in, uh, the, in the studio, you know, the same studio, um, stage five and, or six, or I can't remember right now. My brain is fried, but, uh, in the old office, the Chima Hunter office in the building and one that Ray was in and Gavin throws the knife and it just smashes off the wall. And then, Ryan's explaining what he did wrong and then Gavin challenges him to throw the knife and then Ryan throws it at the wall and it sticks in the wall and they're immediately scared of Ryan and stuff like that. <laughs> Very classic, uh, achievement hunter video, classic Ryan moment. Um, and someone essentially made a, a, I'm calling it like a poem because it's, it's very like metaphorical. It's very, um, I don't know. It's very poetic in that way, but I guess I can just read this and we can end on that because, It'd probably be a nice way to end. So uh, we thank everyone for listening. Um, I hate the situation we're in. You probably, if you're listening to this, you probably hate the situation we're in. But uh, I think it's, I think it's important to know that it's, it'll all be okay. Within, you know, it's it's still going to be weird to see him. It's still going to be everything. But going forward, everything like everyone else we still love at the company is there. The dynamics are still there. It's it's going to be you know it's changed, but. It's you still have all like all the classic people like Michael and Gavin and Jeremy and stuff like that. So it'll all be fine. It's jarring. It's shocking. 
but the quicker we accept it, the better we'll be. And uh, things will be maybe not back to normal, but we'll have a new normal that will exist in, and we won't really notice any difference. The same way we don't think about Ray every time we watch a video. It's just like it just becomes the new normal. So it'll be okay. So thank you for listening. And then I'm gonna, I'll read this, and that'll be the end of the episode. So uh, a knife is balanced at the hilt. I also should have thought about the fact that I've been messing up everything I read today. So hopefully I don't mess this up. But uh, <laughs> a knife is balanced at the hilt. On one side, oh, I should say two, give pro- proper credit. Um, I don't know how to read the name, but the user on Reddit is, oh God, E-Dud Repaw, E-D-U-D-R-E-P-P-A-W is the username. Uh, they're the person that read this. On the Achievement Hunter one, has over 2,000 upvotes. On the Rooster subreddit, I think it had like over 7,000 or something last time I looked. So people really were attached to this. So, yeah. Okay, so a knife is balanced at the hilt. On one side, there is the handle. The part that we hold on to, the part that we trust won't hurt us. Thank you for the endless entertainment you provided for the years you worked in AH. The journey would not have been the same without you. On the other side, there is the blade. The part that cuts through anything it touches... The part that we hope we never have to touch. The mistake you made is the end of your journey, at least with AH. We are heartbroken. No matter what side you choose to hold on to, the only chronological way to throw a knife is to start with the handle and end with the blade. We appreciate everything you did for the community in your years of service. We all are we also are now saying goodbye. 